When you save on auto insurance for driving safe with USAA SafePilot, you'll feel like a big deal. Even in a traffic jam. Save up to 30% with USAA SafePilot. Restrictions apply. extravaganza so this week you will be getting a lot of goodies but we have finally finally got the bail connoisseur the talk of the town kiki do you love me on our podcast welcome kiki and the answer is yes i do love you listen we are thrilled to hear that and we're so thrilled that you even agreed to come on and join us obviously i was just like okay we have to pull out something that we've never done ever before. And I'm like, well, we don't have all the left we can get. And I'm like, wait, we have not had this <laughs> on our podcast. So they are going to love this. We are going to love this. And this is going to be so fun, especially with the game that we have. But we're not going to tell you guys so you can listen to the end. Okay. That's the good mm-hmm, stuff. Okay. Mm-hmm. I gonna- love secret games. Yes. Exactly. Just jump into um, everything, honestly. And obviously, we have someone here the first time we want to know the basics. So, Aaron, you can start it off. Yeah. So first, we like to ask our guests, like, how's your week doing? (laughs) Um, You know, uh, it's like a it's a hard week. I don't know. For some reason, I think it's because maybe it's transitioning into fall like this morning. I just, I saw someone on Instagram making soup and it just put me in like a place where I was like, you know what? I'm ready to just eat soup every day of the week and just stay in bed and I don't want to move. And I was like, I just, I don't want to do anything. Yeah. That sign for me is like, wait, I'm shifting. It's a soup mode. And (laughs) soup mode it is for everyone who gets those different weathers. And now, you know, it's still retrograde and retrograde has honestly been kicking my ass. Like I am... (laughs) <laughs> I've been praying a lot. So yeah, um, it usually doesn't. I feel like I've been like pretty okay during retrograde. This one kicked my ass. Yeah, because it's six planets. So the mm. more planets in retrograde, the more hard the the whip is. And I am definitely feeling it. But you know, we gotta keep going. <laughs> <laughs> and I I really don't feel like it's me. I just feel like it's everybody else. I don't know. Like everybody's personality has been a lot. Like. Everybody wants to start drama. It's like temper tantrums. As you can see, just scrolling on like neighborhood talking, your social media, you see everybody like flipping out and spilling tea and calling people out and shooting subliminals and shit. Oh, leaking DMs is like the new sex tape. I mean, like I, I'm just waiting. The week isn't over and I'm waiting for more leaked DMs to come. Yeah, because now it's just like you cover all that pop culture stuff. And I I absolutely love that down to the bone. But, you know, on Broadwall Black, we kind of just 
stick to Bravo, but it's just hard to even stick to Bravo when we have things like Effie releasing the text messages from Arnie Hammer's wife, who literally just did an article about how they're okay. And 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 then we obviously still have the Adam Levine stuff going on. I was on. just about to say, that is like... <laughs> When that dropped, I'm like, not Maroon 5, child. Like, not. No, that's, okay, that's what I have to say. Anyone can say anything about Adam Levine, but leave Maroon 5 out of this. <laughs> I agree. If I know one thing about Maroon 5, is that they're going to collab. They're going to collab with every new artist, Meg Thee Stallion, Blue, Nicki Minaj, like, literally anyone on the planet that they can collab with, they're going to collab, and it's going to be a melody. Like, mm-hmm. okay? And then Adam Levine mm-hmm. is going to cheat. We know he's going to cheat. So drag him all you want, but don't don't start calling it elevator music, okay? I just don't know, I'm, actually. I'm <laughs> right? It's definitely not elevator music. Anytime I've been in my car and I've been like, oh, this is a bop. And I'm like, who is it? Maroon 5 every it's, time. Exactly. So not too much. Okay, before the black people have to say <laughs> <You know? laughs> Do not do songs about Jane. Like, listen. <laughs> so, Kiki, we uh, we kind of stalked your Instagram page, um, you know, because that's what we do best. And <laughs> we've seen that you recently moved to L.A. So tell us about that. Like, how is that? You know, it's interesting. Someone actually DM'd me today and asked me, you know, I've been considering moving from the East Coast. Can you tell me? And and I've just kind of been sitting on it because I don't know how to respond because, look, there is this kind of war between New York and L.A., like which city is best, right? And I can honestly say, like, it's not a fair war. I love New York. I will always love New York, specifically Brooklyn. It's like, it feels like home to me. I didn't, I wasn't born there, but it's like where I spent half my life. And it's like what I recognize as home for like my adult life. And I I just will always love it. And when I got to LA, it was just such a different feeling. I had to drive for the first time in like, I don't know how long. And, but like, there's just so many positives for both, you know, and I do look, it's sunny. I'm never going to get mad that, you know, the beach is really close and I can just drive around and there's beautiful mountains and all of these things. And it's, it just feels nice and much more laid back. You know, New York is a city you have to want to live in. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, look, every, every town is going to have its pros and cons. Like obviously LA, you know, people are like, oh, it's so dangerous. And there's homeless people. And I'm like, yeah, but you know what? Like, that can exist in any city. So I'm loving it and it's growing on me. And like, like I said, because this is the first time I actually felt like a season change. I was like, oh, I want to eat some soup. I feel like I'm starting to integrate, like, even though it's sunny all the time, I can tell when the seasons change. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, was, I would love to live. <laughs> that's a, yeah. That sounds somewhat like Florida. I was just thinking about that because I'm like, yeah. we're close to the beach. Um, but I think at this point, I'm kind of like, I'm a, I'm more than adjusted to it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, okay, so Miami, we don't really have seasons. It's just sticky hot or dry hot. <laughs> and <laughs> like, and that's or it's raining. Or like... it's raining. <laughs> uh, it, it has not stopped raining. It's like a, a monsoon. Um, but I always said that if I can't live in Florida, I would only be able to live in California because I've been to New York. It's great to visit. It's hustle and bustle. There yeah. are so many things going on. It's like for people who really live life. And I'm like, 
I love this, but I can't do this every day. (laughs) It's exhausting. The last time I went, I was exhausted. And I'm like, I'm telling you, I'm literally doing strength training in preparation for BravoCon because I like just, I remember how exhausted I got. I was like, oh, it's been so long. So yeah, it's a lot. It is. It is. So Kiki, please tell us, like, when did your love for... I'd say reality TV, Bravo, um, celebrity gossip. When did that start? It's so funny because like something happened the other day and I was like, I was like, well, that's when I loved reality TV. I don't really feel like there was ever a time I remember not watching reality TV. Mm -hmm. Like obviously with Bravo, like I remember NYC prep. I remember, you know, blowout. I remember gallery girls. And like, I just remember thinking like, this is, this, why would I want to watch anything else? Like this is mm-hmm. the greatest thing ever. Um, obviously, real world like kicked it off. And so when they started doing those, like, you know, back 20 years later, it was like exciting. Like, you know, Tammy, let's talk about the blanket, you know, Listen. David here. Um, and I think it's just also just it's I think that's what I wanted to do. It's just like this idea that you could be a celebrity. Um, you know, I just watched the bling ring and it was like this idea in the early two thousands, especially it's like anyone can be a celebrity. And so that was intriguing to me because I'd always wanted to be an actress. And that always felt like very, you know, like you have to do a lot to become like a, a big famous actress, but to be a celebrity, well, you just got to get on TV and like be willing to, uh, be embarrassed maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Introduce like the element of social media and that just fucking changes the game totally and amazing and terrible at the same time so yeah. we see that every day would you ever do reality tv i literally go back and forth every time and the last time i had settled i said yes i said absolutely yes i was like i have nothing to lose at this point like we're in a place where it just feels like who cares like if 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 you know getting quote unquote canceled I mean, what's the worst that can happen to me? I get like a hundred thousand new followers and then, you know, a few thousand that hate me. Like if that's the worst that can happen, like why not? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And that's why like, you know, I, I'm actually enjoying, you know what I'm getting, I'm kind of annoyed. I don't know if you've been watching the real girlfriends of Paris. Uh, on oh Broadway. my God. I've but like, watching, um, I'm one episode behind, but okay. I think the episode coming up is the one where like she throws the drink or whatever. Yes. Oh my god. I will say, like, it was, I was hesitant when it first came out. I was like, I don't want to watch this. And then it was getting really bad ratings. I love this show. And I was like, you know what? This is feeling like it's hearkening back to like when I loved reality shows like like the gallery girls and stuff like that. And so I was kind of like, I could do that. I could be in a group with my friends. I mean, we're ridiculous as it is. If you've ever watched my stories, I kind of I think I'm one hour at the Tom Tom restaurant, another hour, like celebrities, reality TV stars, Ryan White asked me on that. And I'm like, what's up? It's like already a reality show. It's such a good thing to watch. By the way, guys, you already know the talk of shame. Like, if you don't already follow her, watch her stories because I'm good at following people. But watching stories is a different, like a different layer of it. And you just have so much fun and it spreads, you know, to you. 
it's it's so much more fun. It's like I used to be scared of stories, but then it was like, why not? It lasts for 24 hours. Sure, someone brought might screenshot and screen record it like I you know, like I obviously do. <laughs> but you know, whatever. It's like it's like the most fun. So I was like, if I'm doing this on a story, why not do it for camera? I mean, I think the one, the one crazy side is like those contracts you have to sign where you agree, like, well, whatever narrative we decide to spin about you we have free will to do that. And that's the part that scares me because look, I know I could, have you ever just been in a car with your friends and you're just like, N- if anybody heard what we were talking about? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> it, it, it yeah. Outside, say it out loud. Wow. This can never get out. Yeah, exactly. And, and it's, like, we're not, up, yeah, it's like, we're not doing anything bad, but like taken out of context. Yeah. It would sound terrible. So then you make great TV. So yeah. I think whoever's listening to this, if y'all have any connects, <laughs> bring it Hit together. Up. Yes. Right. yes. Yeah. We have a, a a a place here called Kiki on the River. Do you have one in LA? Uh, yeah, and I think I think we have one actually in New York. If I remember, oh, it's Kiki on probably. something. Yes, yeah. that should be the, the name of your show because it's like people go there to have a good time when they're going out, and a lot of <laughs> friendships begin and a lot of friendships end. Not K uh, pitching names over here. <laughs> I love it. I mean, even tomorrow night, I'm going. Like, I, you know, the, Erica and Tom Girardi had that auction yesterday on their house. And so one of the items they had was a, a WWE, uh, like, towel that was signed by a bunch of wrestlers. And I was saying, like, oh, I wish I had some extra, like, a couple hundred extra bucks because I would want that because I was like, I love wrestling. And uh, one of my followers was like, do you really love wrestling? Because there is, like, a woman, uh, a wrestling show that I, I, I didn't realize it was on Paramount. I hadn't seen it. Huh? Is it the Bella Twins? No, this is called oh, okay. Women of Wrestling. And it's literally like, it's like Glow because it's real wrestling, but it's on Paramount and I hadn't watched it. And she's like, they're filming or, you know, they're they're doing shows, you know, downtown. You know, I was like, oh, I want to go. So tomorrow night we're going to go to a wrestling show. <laughs> so it's like, and so- like, we're taking like a group of like 12 people. And it's like, oh, wow, these are the ridiculous things that like. <laughs> no, but- see how you can like speak things like into existence like that you know so i love it i know i know this is kind of off topic too but did y'all see that trina like trina (laughs) (laughs) i haven't seen the video i I keep scrolling past the video and meaning to go back to the video because i was like well like what happens in the video listen it's like she's talking smack to one of the wrestlers and she's like pretty much like we're gonna see we're gonna see in the ring what happens (laughs) and then it's like it just goes black and i'm like okay like i did not expect this at all this is totally (laughs) off brand for her but i'm gonna watch (laughs) yeah one thing about it we're gonna watch yeah it's so great and i'm so lefty barred up because i'm like i really want to i seen that shit and i was like what is going on (laughs) no not miami's trina i thought they were talking about like trina like maybe trina braxton or like something like that but (laughs) (laughs) this is not at all what i was expecting (laughs) it was so okay i'm gonna get stuck on that so okay so like you said, Bravo, you remember the OG Bravo, like the Kathy Griffin Bravo, things that like you don't really associate with Bravo now because we have we have the Real Housewives franchise, but the people who really like go, you know, 
love the roots of Bravo and how it developed and what it is now. And, you know, people who are famous now, some, a lot of them came from those older shows, but okay. I know I hate to do this to you, yeah, but I'm going to do it anyways. Oh God. <laughs> if you have to pick other than Mimi Leaks, because everyone says Mimi Leaks, your favorite housewife of all time, other than Mimi Leaks, who would it be? Oh, my favorite Ever. housewife. You can only pick one time. Okay. Change it. This is coming. <laughs> okay. This is a lot of pressure. Okay. Favorite housewife <laughs> of all time. Like, who am I just like, I love you and I'll do anything for you no matter right. what? Um, right. God. Oh, God. This is so hard. Okay. Yep. <laughs> Aaron. Okay. I'm, I'm going to give you some time. Aaron. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Other than Nimi? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it has to be other than Nini. Oh my Crap. gosh! Okay. Um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, other than Nini, it has to be like Sheree. I have to say, Sheree. You do okay. go down for Sheree. Like, I love Sheree, especially the first seasons of Housewives when she's like Atlanta's elite in the Who's Who of Atlanta, and like she made everything sound so much bigger than what it was. I love that. Yeah, good one. And you'll stand by that too. Like you've always been. I'll go to bed. Yeah. Before, like, yeah. I, you know, I think the one, the one that I will say, I, I, I always, I'm like, you can do no wrong, even when she does wrong, is Dolores from Jersey. Oh my God! What unpopular opinion, which is a great thing. (laughs) I love that. Yeah, because it's very different. Yeah, like in the best way. Like I've never heard anyone ever say that. I was expecting you to say like Teresa or Vicky or somebody like that. Aaron, oh, you're no. always trying to get someone to say <laughs> like I don't know. We would have to have we would have to prompt someone <laughs> to say Vicky. I'm still waiting. I'm still waiting for one guest to be straight up like Vicky Gumbleson. <laughs> never. Never. It's just never gonna happen. No. <laughs> like not even with me. <laughs> okay, so Dolores. Oh my god. Okay, Black Dolores. Like yeah. I, I will say, <laughs> like I like her, but I, I never went on that whole journey of New Jersey. Yeah. So I am casting the back half of Dolores, where she's much more. I feel like a little bit more zen than she was when Jersey, when she first came to Jersey. Yeah. But I can't see her being a fave. I think the reason I like her is because like I, my expectations of my friends are ridiculous. Like I'm like, if I hate someone, you better hate them 10 times as much. And I just like, I don't even care. Like you better drop them. Like, and and I, I feel like she's like that. And I'm like, that's cool. <laughs> oh my gosh. She's one of those people that I've been seeing this everywhere. And it's almost, okay, everyone who listens to this podcast, y'all know December is almost my birthday. And I like to start talking about it around mm-hmm. October. But just for this <laughs> podcast, I'm going to bring it up. And by the time this airs, it'll be almost October. So in a few days. Calculated. So, uh, this meme that was like, Bitches will let a whole friendship fall out over a birthday dinner. And I'm like, yeah, because why would you Uh act like that on my birthday? (laughs) (laughs) It's my birthday. I used to love her. And and I will say, I don't like her no more, but she had points because it's my fucking birthday. Mm -hmm. You know? 
So mm-hmm. the way I feel like that's how Dolores is. It's like, don't act like a fucking jack off on my birthday. Yeah. Simple <laughs> as that. Dolores, well, wow. yeah, Dolores. like ask that question so many times and we've never gotten that. Okay, so <laughs> we kind of came up, well, we ain't we ain't our Instagram is not as as great and exciting as yours. We are of course it is. Oh my god, it's amazing. <laughs> Thank you. It means a lot. It's just like we like to yes. just you know have a, we'll just be posting random shit. Posting randomly. Yours is like a cohesive, like okay, this is her brand. Pop culture is her brand. If I want to know what's going on, I am going to Kiki. It doesn't matter if it's Bravo, it don't matter if it's black, it don't matter if it's white, like she knows about everything. And that's why we love your Instagram and your brand so much. So we kind of all came up around the same time. It was COVID. We were getting to know people online. And then, you know, some of us stuck with it. Some of us didn't. We made friends. Some of us made enemies. I'm going to say But <laughs> how, tell us about your Instagram journey. Like, what made you go from, you know, just using Instagram to someone with 100,000 more followers, you know? Well, you know, I went kind of backwards because during COVID, everyone was using TikTok. So that was where I blew up first. And so yeah. <laughs> it was really easy because like you didn't have uh, people just want you to be yourself. Like the first time I did TikTok, I literally I was like I was changing my hair, doing my makeup, finding new outfits. And then I was like, what am I doing? Then I just started rolling out of bed, just like wiping the sleep out of my eyes and being like, let's make a video. <laughs> and it became really popular. And so then I was like, I want to do this on Instagram because like I, I still like like that platform. I really do. Um, it's much harder to grow. So like I like a challenge. Yeah. So let's do it. So came over to Instagram and it was funny because Instagram, people are so used to people being curated. But because I had sort of honed my skills in TikTok world where I didn't have to be perfect, it kind of like, I think people were like, oh, well, what's this? This is a new kind of thing. Because Instagram people don't transfer to TikTok and vice versa. So I think it was like a new thing. And then, you know, on a whim, just like I was like, oh, Johnny Depp, he's having a trial. That sounds interesting. I don't really have a job. I need to get a job, but like I kind of don't have a job. So let's uh, let's just sit at home and watch the trial and tell people about it. And I did it that one day and people were like obsessed, like, please keep doing that. So I like did it the rest of the week. And it was like, that's what really like exploded, which was great because I love being a part of Bravo world because Bravo is such a huge part of pop culture. You can't talk about pop culture without talking about Bravo. It's just impossible. But I loved being able to like really talk about more things. And that gave me the opportunity to expand beyond Bravo, which was awesome. And yeah, and so here we are. <laughs> Still no job. <laughs> um, no, so your job is talking crap about these celebrities <laughs> and telling it like it is and spilling yeah. the tea. That is the job. Yeah. And with the, the Johnny Depp thing, it's like I had already, you know, we've already been interacting before that. But when the whole case was going, I'm like, oh shit, this is eight hours worth of stuff. Let me mm-hmm. just go on. He's made. I mean, and that was like really fun to watch. It was like, I thought it was going to be just like, and it was insane. Trust me. Like, I mean, there were days where I just like woke up at like 5 a.m. And I was just sitting there until in these like chairs because I was between moving. So I had, I was on stools and just like, and I would just be there till like, you know, three because I was Pacific time in this, you know, this case is on the East Coast. But, you know, it was fun. It was like really crazy trial to watch. And I like, 
enjoyed being a part of it. And that final, I will say one of the biggest highs of my life was when I went live for the verdict reading. And I was like, like all right, you guys, I'm going to put this on. And I think 10,000 people joined my live. That was it. That's a big. Uh, I was like, "What is happening?" Because I was like, "Okay, I'm not gonna turn this on, but I know that <laughs> not only are you going to have it on, but you're going to explain what just happened." Because yeah. I see stuff happening, and I'm like, "So who's going to jail?" And they're like, "Nobody." I'm like, what are you like, <laughs> like, "Okay, so who's getting food?" Amber is. What you mean she getting food? She ain't got no money. How she gonna pay? She ain't gonna pay. And so I'm just like, "Okay, I need." someone who's going to break it down and you brought it down. And I just have to applaud you for that. Yeah. Um, Thanks. Amazing. And I want to know, okay, so we're good with Instagram, but we don't really like putting our faces on there too much. You know, we have our um, patreon.com slash Robert Wall Black, obviously y'all sign up for that because we got some teams coming. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. what would you say for someone who is used to IG, but not used to TikTok? How, like, if I wanted to get started on TikTok, but I don't really think it's nothing special about me. So what would you suggest I do to get started on TikTok? Because it's like, okay, I can't, I don't got Megan me, so I can't be a part of the dancing group. You know, I I don't have the graphics like Aaron. Aaron can do graphics, baby. I don't, I'm not good at that. But Aaron is very good. Yeah, Aaron is editing. But what would you suggest for someone who just wants to get a following on TikTok to find their tribe? What's going on? You know, it's so funny because when I first joined TikTok, it was, it was a lot of like dancing and all of that. And the tea spillers, the gossip, we were a very small group. And so I feel like it was like, we were all a tight knit community. And then I went to Instagram and so I haven't been back. And then I go back to TikTok and now there's all tea spilling. It's so funny. And so there's so much competition. It's a very saturated market over there. But I will say, and I ignored this in the beginning because I was like, I don't want to find a niche. That's not my thing. I think finding a niche is really important. But when I first thought of a niche, I thought it was like, oh, I have to know about like, you know, 20th century stamp collecting or something very specific. And it's like, no, your niche could just be like, you know, it could be in a pop culture realm or it could be like, I like Bravo shows before 2009 or like, you know, and it's like whatever it is that you really like and you just tell stories about it because that's really what people like is like they like hey, I've never heard this. And what's really great is that the TikTok audience is so young. I'll tell a story that may age me, but they'll be like, that is, I've never heard that in my life. And I thought everyone knew. And so it's really great to kind of be over, you know, like if I know, if I know anything before the year 2001, I can blow people's <laughs> minds. <laughs> and you're right about that too, because on TikTok, like you'll see a post and then under the comment section, you'll see like, 20 year olds, 30 year olds, and then you'll see like a random five year old or like <laughs> six year old. And I'm like, aren't you a bit too young for this? Like, what? What is when going I, on? When I tell you one of the like, oh my God moments, I had been doing a series on Brandy from Real Housewives of Dallas, and like there were like the cheating allegations and stuff. And I had done a series about it, and her daughter. Com- was commenting in my section like and I was like first of all why are you on TikTok you're like 10 <laughs> years old why are you and I felt horrible and I just like I didn't know what to do all I could do was block her <laughs> that's fair and then you go on their page and all you see is like Roblox, Roblox and like fucking Fortnite and shit and I'm just like well I- <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, it's time to just get to blocking. Yeah. You got to. You got to. For your peace and their peace. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So do, do you find like working with YouTube is a bit harder though? Because it's like, that's also a platform where you have to like go, I feel go above and beyond to reach a certain audience and like promote your stuff and make sure your name is out there. Yeah, I was like, when I took on the YouTube, I was like, okay, you know, I've done this with TikTok. I've done it with Instagram. Let's try with YouTube. And obviously that takes a lot more editing skills, Mm -hmm. which I was learning uh, as I went. (laughs) Um, And, you know, I will say because they're also trying to, they have these YouTube shorts now because everyone wants to be TikTok. So I was like, I was doing a lot of long form stuff. And then I sort of just was like, I'm going to know, I'm going to lean into the the shorts a little bit because they want to, they want to grow that. Um, So, you know, I, I want to do more with YouTube, but I just, I feel like I do need to be a little more professional with it because people have full on, you know, sets and, you know, cover art and all this stuff. And I'm like, I'm, I'm still trying to translate TikTok over here and Instagram over here. It doesn't work the, quite the same. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I do notice with, yeah. the, with YouTube, I feel like yeah. as long as you have like a decent cover art, people will click on your videos because even with me, I'm like, oh, this looks interesting. And you like, you see the cover art and it's like this dramatic ass scene. And then once you actually click on the video, it's just somebody like talking. They look like just us. In the dark, like in their basement. (laughs) And they're like, hey guys. And their mom's like making soup in the background. But those are the best videos. Like I actually enjoy that. A lot of the people that I'm subscribed to, they just do chit chats in their car, like in bed. it's true it's true and i was like so it's like i do because i do like doing long form stuff you know i probably i think i'll bring the youtube more back when i'm doing my podcast Mm -hmm. because like i think i haven't done a lot of video with my podcast and i think that's what i want to utilize it for oh we look for it i think you have something coming up and by the time we get this out it will be announced and we'll coordinate after so we don't release nothing don't snitch or nothing okay so can you tell us a little bit about what you've been working on yeah i mean it's actually up i mean like well the trailer's up but like i'm i'm launching my own podcast it's called kiki with the talk of shame and it's gonna be Exactly what I've done on TikTok, exactly what I'm doing on Instagram. It's like, I want to just break down. I like to say it's like the the news you need and the news you're nosy about, because mm. I think it's like, we want to be informed on all sides. Like we want to yeah. know what's happening in the insurrection hearing. Uh, but we also want to know like why people are talking about pink sauce on TikTok. And mm. we also need to understand like, what are these like new Erica Jane lawsuits that she's claiming are dismissed? You know, like I think... You know, it's going to be a lot of that. And also just TV. I love TV. I, w- I watch TV all the time. And I think people are like, what should I What should I watch? Like, if I'm going to binge something this week, what is it going to be? And so um, I'm just going to talk about talk about it all. And we cannot wait to hear that first floor. Especially the pink sauce in the Erica tea. Uh, but especially that pink sauce. Because I'm like, what the hell are these people pouring on their chicken? And why? <laughs> and then you just see the girl, like, like. I don't think that the FDA needs to know what's in it. And I'm like, oh my God. Like, I'm so what mad is in this? That you're making so much money from this. And then she shut down and then now it's coming out again or something. So I don't know exactly what's going on, but I am rooting her on. 
not eventually want to try it, but I also do not want that to be. I am scared though, like pouring that on my chicken. I'm just like, (laughs) I would have like the smallest, tiniest, like the plates and bites. I have to get a syringe. (laughs) Oh my God. The Squidward (laughs) Krabby Patty bite. Like, (laughs) exactly. Because I'm at first, I thought it was Pepto Bismol. I'm like, why are they pouring that on chicken? Yeah. Yeah. Because now I just saw something that was like, oh, the FDA is like warning you not to marinate your chicken in NyQuil because of TikTok. Yeah. Like, why are people doing that? Exactly. Like, every day we stray further from God's light. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, and then I see the lady, she promoted it and she's like, put the kids to sleep. And I'm like, <laughs> what? Like I wasn't mad at that. I was I was not mad at that. But I'm like, is it dangerous? Like, hmm. I can't uh, imagine what it tastes like. I mean, Nyquil doesn't taste good. Period. Why yeah. would I want to eat it like marin chicken marinated? It just sounds terrible. Yeah, maybe just put that in some tea and like call it a day. Yeah, I would, I would think that. Uh, but mm-mm. so. Oh. VPR, like I was going to ask you about that. Are you excited about this new season coming out? Or I'm really excited. Um, one, just because like, I love that there's like more single girls. I will say I was, people do not like my take on it, but I was like, you know what? Kristen Dowdy or duty or how do you say her name? Kristen D. I was like, I would accept her coming back for this season solely for the reason, the purpose of like being the single girl in the mix with Katie and Lala. And I was like, I'm okay with that. I'm sure it won't happen because, you know, she's a liability. I'm not going to confirm or deny that I agree with that. Um, and then like, obviously getting invited, um, you know, I had been working with daily mail doing like a little like, uh, thing with Dorinda. And so they invited me to the opening party of shorts and Sandys. And so getting to see like that being filmed and like, you know, their interaction made it even more exciting. And then because of that, I feel like people were like spilling more tea, which then like, I got to see more behind the scenes drama. And it's like, this is where I get caught up because it's like, I want to share it with my followers, but I know I can't, I can't share these things, but it, I think this season is going to be really, really good. Oh my God. Because yeah. I just saw something that said that Lala was like, I think some people will be able to come back from things and other people won't be able to come back from things. And I'm like, what does that mean? What is going on? This is some pretty little I, liars type shit. I think, look, I, well, all I'm going to say is I think Ra- Raquel is going to be the main character this season. And it will be interesting because she's never been put in a villain role before. And I, I'm so curious how she's going to handle it, you know, um, and if she's if she's ready for it. She better be. Listen, she not Raquel. The thing is, not her, and I already said it. We um, were just talking about how we could like deal with her not being on the show, and now <laughs> this is made. It's the total <laughs> diametrical. <laughs> Like, yeah, it's definitely the absolute opposite. Yeah, no, she's going to be the main character. Wow. I'm excited to see I never you. thought that I would be here. And it's just it's just like when I think Andy said, Oh, we would never have the housewives do an all-star thing because uh, that means the end of the road. And I'm like, well, what do you mean? And then we have literally <laughs> um, we're approaching the end of the road. that's what Andy is trying to say but I feel like this is just the beginning of so many great things Um, 
I also predict that Watch What Happens Live is coming to an end soon. Ooh, like, I don't know. I'm just that's a hot it. take. Mm-hmm. Why do you think that you're in? Because <laughs> <laughs> that don't say that it's, it just doesn't make sense to me. They're like, oh, the ratings are low. And I'm like, who cares about the ratings if it's their programming? But just in a programming mm-hmm. sense, I'm like, Watch What Happens Live is literally a Barbo show that brings in not only and promotes their celebrities, but also other regular celebrities who know about the Barbo world and some who don't. Yeah. So it's like, it doesn't matter what the ratings are. They're always going to have that opportunity if Andy wants it to, you know, air that. And it would be dumb not to because it's like people sometimes watch what happens live conversations, start a whole storyline as we see on. Yeah, on that's true. Like that. But why do you think that it may be coming to it? That I am curious as to what your thoughts are. About because it. I, I just feel like it's kind of like the same formula every time we watch. Like some episodes are good, and that's how it's always been. Like, did you see Watch What Happens Live? And then like some weeks, everybody's trying to like even avoid talking about it. Like, and I know sometimes I fast forward ahead because I'm like, child, ain't nothing going on tonight. It's the same old <laughs> shit. Like, so I think that they're either going to switch the host or just change the whole show, like in general. Like, mm-hmm. and maybe put somebody on. I even see Candy's YouTube show coming to Bravo mm. at some point. Okay. I, I'm, I'm interested in switching things up, but not too much because I yeah. just, I do like the Andy of it all because it's like, right. hmm, this is literally Geppetto. So I need to see how he reacts, what he's thinking. Yeah. Bringing things up, asking questions from the audience and things like that. So, um, Especially those after shows too. Like, you know how they do the Beverly Hills after shows? I yeah. definitely see that coming to Bravo. Like after we watch an episode, we get to see like more of an insight of like what happened. And I kind of think that they should start doing that anyway. Like, especially yeah. with Housewives of Atlanta, because it goes hand in hand, you know. Yeah. Well, yeah, because I didn't even know those after shows were happening mm-hmm. until like people were posting them on their accounts. And I'm like, even if you gave me a little teaser on you know on bravo and then i was forced to watch the rest online because if you're trying to drive me to your like account sure just give me a teaser though right i feel the same way about like the never before seen episodes and it's like wait hold on we didn't even see that that changes so many things things, you know some of them are unnecessary because then you just see a whole bunch of clips and you're like why did we get this but then some of them are really good and juicy and it's like oh she showed her ass and they didn't even show that part like wow that's a good idea i feel like a mix of the number before scenes and the after show should come on i did not dislike the show with Portia and Hannah, Bravo's chat room. Like, I yeah, that was good. Yeah. I really liked it. Like, you know, just mix them with it. When they did the rotating guests and rotating hosts, I, I like a mixture of that. You know, like, Below Deck has their own show where they're just watching the show and talking about the show. And I'm like, I know I did that for a few shows, but no one gets the... I thought that was more of like a TLC thing when they get in the bed with their grandmas and they're like, let's watch the show together, show. <laughs> I would like to see it with certain people, though. Like, I would like that for Housewives. Or I would even like that for Married to Medicine just to have more promo. Especially Married to Medicine. Non-Housewives shows. (laughs) But we have Dr. Heavenly show, so. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) A shit stir. (laughs) That's that's why they haven't done it. They're like, Child Heavenly is doing it already. (laughs) 
so we don't even need to do it. Oh so y'all, thoughts on Beverly Hills last night? Oh, the infamous Beverly Hills. Mm-hmm. Who are our guests? She's like, already shaking her head. <laughs> look, it's like I mean they're doing a good job of stringing me along, and I'm like I act like I'm so mad at the end of every episode, like I'm gonna do something about it, and I know I'm just gonna watch the next episode. But like it's so much like thinking about talking about gonna be what, what who's doing like it's like but it what happened though I need there to be somebody say exactly what happened and and sometimes I don't know again if they're getting that edited out maybe they are trying to tell us what happened and maybe they are editing it out but then also people make a great case for like. Lisa Renna just like being like every time she says that like oh there's Munchausen or oh people were doing coke in the bathroom like she also does stir up a lot of stuff so maybe this Kathy Hilton thing didn't happen at all okay so I think okay I think we should vote on do we think that something that it was as dramatic as Lisa portrayed it to be which would be everything that she's even set up to this moment. So, like, do you think that Kathy actually, you know, probably said something homophobic and racist, and it was literally the craziest thing that she's ever done in her life that Lisa had to have a reaction to? Or do we think that Lisa is, you know, over, you know, like, over-hyping it to get Kathy Hilton off the show or get the, 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 the spotlight off of Erica? So do you think that Kathy did it? I think that Kathy definitely said some things to Lisa venting. Absolutely. I think that happened. And I did. the, The problem was after that episode last night, Lisa's story sort of kept changing because she kept saying like, you don't say those things about your family. So then I was like, well, oh, I thought it was something that happened at the club. Then Erica says, well, Lisa, there were things that Lisa heard, but then we aren't addressing what happened at the club that everyone saw. So then I was like, okay, now there are, so there's two things that are happening. For incidents. Yes. So that's why I'm just like, what I just feel like Erica wouldn't. I just feel like Erica wouldn't hold back. She's been dragged through the mud. She would just say it out loud, which is why I'm like confused because she would just say it and she's not. Like she said that she has nothing to lose, and that's the most dangerous person. (laughs) But then this is the thing: there's always an end to whatever the fuck the opposite of the end is. I don't know. I've been out of psychology a very long time. But what I was thinking is that okay. Let's just say that Erica has nothing to lose. But at the same time, she says that, but she's still on this platform and she still is richer than all of us, you know, here sitting here right now. So technically, you kind of do have something to lose. And even my broke ass, if Kathy Hilton comes up to me and says, you didn't see shit, bitch. I'm going to say shit, bitch. Because I don't want to get sued. I don't want to get, like, they got tasked to the Rothschild. They got this money. Like, I don't know. And I'm just wondering, like, I don't doubt that Kathy had multiple crazy psychotic breaks. I don't doubt it at all. It's just I want to know what was said in those psychotic breaks. Because the problem is not that she went ballistic. The problem is that what we heard was that she was saying these things that are not okay. Uh, racist, homophobic, who, who else? God knows else what, what. So I feel like if she was saying something like that, that would be what they would lead with. 
especially when they're talking about how, oh, we always yeah. think racist because of Garcelle is a part of the cast. All of a sudden, Garcelle is part of the cast. There's a problem. Um, and I think that they're not talking about anything racist that she said. They're not talking about anything homophobic that she said. They're just saying that she had two different freakouts. So that is the problem. I don't think that people are saying, oh, you think that Kathy is just this, this rich person who was perfect and, and not all this. Like, no, I would absolutely believe it if you said it, but no one's saying anything. Yeah. What did she say? And also, is it even worse than anything that Ramona has said on camera? Mm. Because it's like, oh, okay. I'm kind of used to dealing with the racism and the homophobia and like all, all even religious with Ramona. But now it's just like, Y'all are making it harder than it has to be because they want us to paddle on Kathy when they literally showed their ass this whole season. (laughs) (laughs) You know, so it's just a hard thing to even separate and and hold accountable, you know, just because we don't know what really fucking happened. No one is saying anything. Like, give it up. Yeah, and like, if they, look... I have to remember these are reality stars that like they don't like losing their position as like the favorite, right? And I like I was looking through Kathy's stories and she, you know, she's been reposting since that last episode. Everybody, anything that said anything positive to her and negative to to Rena, she's reposted it. And someone had posted like when Rihanna was like saying they were like, Oh, which housewife would you want to hang out with? She was like, Oh, Kathy Hilton all day. And it just made me think because like, you know, Erica used to be. (laughs) <laughs> part of the Fenty line mm-hmm. and like you know maybe she's a little mad that you know now she's not Rihanna's favorite anymore or you know you never mm-hmm. know what these women in their head are just thinking because like you have to be a narcissist to be on reality tv at some at some level you have to be like I want to see myself on camera and at their level it's kind of like so heightened so I don't know if it's like if it legit is a takedown, it's what it feels like. Cause again, yeah, Erica has nothing to lose. And yeah, but yeah, Kathy does have the scary lawyers who has cease and desist to media outlets, you know, for this event. So it's crazy. Like I've never seen anything like it. And I want to also say that there's also a level of crime going on in Beverly Hills, you know, with Erica. And I also like take this time to tell John Hamm that this is not ancillary uh, going on with Atlanta and Potomac. This is actually, you know, reality, good, clean reality TV. So I don't know if John Hamm listens to this because he probably finds this ancillary. But <laughs> <laughs> him and Howard Stern, Howard Stern got off because it's a long story short, y'all. I mean, you know, okay, I, can I say, yeah, because it's kind of, it all roads lead to Bravo. Robin Givens was on Watch what Happens Live. And Robin Givens talks about the time that she dated Howard Stern. And she says she did, she did not date Brad Pitt, even though um, Mike said that she dated Brad Pitt, but she didn't date Brad Pitt. Oh, she I thought she Brad. did. But anyway, she said that she dated Howard Stern. Howard Stern does, does have a small dick, but she said that the small dick is good. Um, so I don't feel that Howard Stern is really like a racist like that. But I feel that John Cam saying, like, knocking off the other franchises, and the only difference with the other franchises is that they feature people of color. That really, like, pisses me the fuck off. But um, yeah. anyways, that's what we were talking no, about. No, no, I, look, I, yeah. when I judge anyone who says to me, like, that they only watch, yeah, like, Beverly Hills and da-da-da, and they're like, and I don't watch Potomac, and I don't watch Atlanta, I'm always like, 
Mm. Mm. I, I wonder about you. <laughs> Aaron, what do you think about this Kathy Hilton situation? Did she do it? And how much did she do? I mean, it's a lot. It's a lot. I think she said something. I'm just not too sure what she said. And like, the thing is, especially when people are saying like she might have said something homophobic, I'm like, who did she direct that to? That's my question. I'm like, was it the camera crew? Was it Andy Cohen? Because I know she's saying she's like, she's pretty much talking shit about Bravo. She's talking shit about the NBC network. She's like going in. So I'm like, and they didn't even let you have a tequila. Like, oh, y'all are all fine. Yeah, but I think she's, I think this is all stemming from that tequila in the fact that Lisa Renna got. Kendall Jenner's fucking tequila instead mm-hmm. of hers. I think yeah. that really pissed her off. And I just, I wouldn't want to deal with that. Yeah. I mean, uh, from what I heard, the rumors was like, Kathy had kind of bought out that bar for Kyle's event. And so I think I they were that. supposed to be serving in the Casa del Sol. And I think that's really is what set her off because like, you know, again, she's on the show for one reason. Like, let's not pretend like that she wanted to be on the show for any other reason other than to right. make money. That's that's what rich people want to do is they want to make more money. More money. I mean, exactly. I and I definitely hope that she didn't say these things. I do understand why she was angry because of just how Rena asked, like, hmm, I don't want to try Kathy's tequila at all. I want to try my friend Kendall Jenner's. (laughs) And it's just like, that would annoy, that would piss me the fuck off if I had my own like brand of Hennessy or something like that. And my friends are drinking that shit at the bar. I love how you literally made that urban like they made Little Mermaid. (laughs) You're like, not tequila, but the the cognac. The Hennessy, the cognac. And my friends are, like, at the bar asking to try, like, P. P Diddy shit. Like, it's going to be a problem. Like, Look, I'm getting really annoyed because there's, like, you know, I I launched this bagel merch line, Bagel Friday merch line. And, look, I've been wanting to do this bagel line forever. And I guess somebody else also launched, like, a bagel sweats, like, the other day. And literally, like, I have gotten no less than 100 people who have forwarded me the stories. And I want to be, like, why the hell would I do I care about their fucking bagel line? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and my own fucking bagel line. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> no, literally that like, pisses <laughs> you off too, because I think some people share it to be like, oh, look, you're not alone. You're not doing this by yourself. But it's exactly. like, that doesn't make me feel good. What would make me feel good is if you send me a post sharing my shit. <laughs> exactly. Like, exactly. that's what I would enjoy a lot. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, exactly. Look, here's what I will say, though. The one thing that doesn't add up about the Rena thing, well, there's a few things that add up, but like she was live texting Erica a blow by blow of what was happening in that moment. And you're telling me it never dawned on her to take uh, the video out and record Kathy Hilton mm-hmm. stomping on her own glasses and banging on the wall. I'm sorry. I'm that sorry. That was a lot. That was a scene. And I'm just <laughs> like, why didn't we get that? Like, that would have topped everything that they've shown this season. Can you imagine? Her stomping on the her. fucking shades and <laughs> being like, fuck this. <laughs> I would love to see it. Because yeah. she's like, even when she snaps, it's like a calm snap. Like, she's just letting her do it. Like, she's yeah. just letting her get away with it. 
And <laughs> like you wouldn't expect her to do like say some homophobic ass shit and some racist shit. And I'm like, who like what made her this upset? And who is she directing all this to? And then Sutton, I feel like Sutton keeps getting dragged into shit. And she's like, Sutton, if you don't leave with me now, like <laughs> you're not a friend of mine. And like, uh, like leaves. We're leaving. They just pulled <laughs> I just paid for this shit. My raggedy ass sister is letting this bitch with the lips literally like advertises a walking advertisement of her daughters who her daughters are fucking. Kyle is like, wrong though. Kyle <laughs> is definitely wrong for that shit. And it's like, why do you not support your sisters? And this is what Kim was telling us too when she was on. This has always been her beef with her sisters. Like support your sisters, stand up for them. And stop picking the sides of, like, these random hurt girls who, like, come throughout the season and then they leave another season. It's like, we're blood sisters. Why yeah, did Tim say, like, oh, Kathy would never do this? And I'm like, well, now nah, I'm seeing. I don't know. Like, I definitely think Erica's going to spill the beans to us soon because she's fucking tired of getting, like, dragged through the mud. Or how? what, what did she say? She's been whipped. The whipping boy, all of a sudden, she's I'm like, I'm tired of me. I kind of like, and when she said that too, I'm like, mm, I don't think that was like, what a choice. That was a choice. Yeah. <laughs> I think if anything, they should have actually edited that out and showed us the fucking Kathy Hilton thing. <laughs> I would have preferred that a lot. It's also her in the makeup, like giving that fucking speech to those. She's like, and then all you see is it was a look. look. I, I'll give her that though. It was definitely yeah, it was a look. Like, I'm like, this is you're not. Is, to are we doing Star Wars cosplay right now? <laughs> like that's what was going through my mind. Like literally, do a leap of fucking makeup. <laughs> <laughs> she she kind of snapped, um, and I hated it too because I'm just like I'm not really feeling her, but this look. Uh, can we also just talk about like the party too? Like I, I will say the one thing I'm really at least the the trips are coming back since COVID because we were getting some like really boring like cast trips like during COVID. Mm-hmm. But the, yeah, but the parties <laughs> like we aren't getting Kyle level white parties anymore. Like Crystal's birthday looked so sad. I was like, it's just them. They're in a bright ass room. There's clearly we can't have music. And it's just them. And like Rob would try to sit down and talk with Erica. And then he would just get up because it was getting uncomfortable. I was like, I need more people in this party. It's like, mm-mm. Like, do y'all need backup and shit, sirs? Because I'm sure us three can. Right? <laughs> just invite some Bravo accounts. We will happily. Oh, we'll be on live. Listen. They just need to, they also need to decorate the rooms a little bit more in certain scenes. <laughs> but then I'm like, I don't know. Is this what rich people do? Do they just, just sit in like white rooms and talk to each other? Yeah, like, <laughs> I, I really don't know. I'm like, maybe I just can't relate because I'm just so used to like. Because he made the line. like, let's go to KOD when KOD was. <laughs> let's go to the strip club. Or when we were younger, like fucking kabooms. <laughs> let's go to boomers y'all and do some race carts because i'm poor and you guys are drinking listen i actually think that would be an exciting scene but maybe they need to do more of that though it's like you don't have to spend a lot of money i feel to have a good time and show them like having fun 
Yeah, because some of some of it is just like just make them talk to each other. They realize that they either hate each other that day or they love each other that day. And then sometimes, you know, you get moments like the Lisa Barlow moment that we will be revisiting mm. Lake City. Like oh, God. <laughs> the most unexpected things are coming up, you guys. And we don't know what to think of this Kathy thing. It's not that I don't believe that she could say these things. Mm-hmm. I absolutely she's a white woman of a certain age of a certain money status i believe it could come out of her mouth but it's just this whole thing around it it's like i'm seeing these messages and nowhere in these messages are you saying that oh my gosh she just said the blank word or she just called someone something and like even in the confessionals and even on social media it's like what are we talking about you're because it's like they're trying to talk about it but at the same time i think they're thinking like damn i don't want to get sued like (laughs) and and on one hand i'm like saying because i would just send emojis and like i don't think that would stand up in court at all but like <laughs> once you start like it's changing words and conversation i think it's it's kind of like mm. and Erica's yeah, like i'm already <laughs> listen i already have a lot going on in court like i do not need her lawyers to send me a cease and desist but she want to post and everything i tried you know, it's like, but it's also like you, you've had you gotten served so many times. What's one more lawsuit really in the grand scheme of things? This will be at the end of the list. So I mean, you can take it for the team, right? Isn't she isn't she shopping at like TJ Maxx or she was? Yeah, that I, really I think the next step is honestly like city trends at this point. Or if something. I see her at fucking Rainbow, I'm going to like go off like there. Those motherfuckers. Two line, take that shit off now. Now, I'll snatch it off of her body so we can't afford a poor Erica like that. (laughs) Don't do it. All right, y'all, we have come to the almost the end of the road before we are playing this fun game for the expert that we have on this podcast. I'm going to let Aaron administrate this because i am so excited about this listen okay so for those who already know kiki you know kiki is a bagel enthusiast like i just seen her whole breakdown she has her merch y'all this goes hand in hand with it so we're gonna name a few housewives and you you tell us what bagel goes hand in hand with their personality that's that's the game okay i hope you guys understand all right um so <laughs> why did you get close to the mic? Was that for because me? I have to make sure like I'm talking like, to the people. I gotta make sure they get okay. it. Okay, so <laughs> Giselle Bryant. Oh Giselle, she is definitely um a cinnamon raisin. She is <laughs> Ooh, I know you did not just call her a cinnamon raisin. <laughs> I'm literally going to the map too. I'm just like Ooh, that is bad, y'all. <laughs> Listen, okay, Dorit Kimsley. Oh man, Dorit. I would say she is probably oh, she's probably like a garlic or an onion bagel. Really? I can see that. Wow. Yeah. Because I was thinking that she was going to be the one that was in everything bagel because she's um, a child of the world. Of the world. But when I think about it. She's a child of the world who is on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, so that <laughs> does make sense. That mm-hmm. she's an onion bagel. I get it. God. I get it. The nuance. 
<laughs> so uh Candace, Candace Dillard Bassett. Oh, Candace. You know, I'm gonna give Candace. I'm gonna give Candace a blueberry. I mean, she's a blueberry bagel, you know. Like I think there are a lot of people who like her, and there's a lot of people who don't. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah, that's a fair assessment. Well, well. The inside, y'all. Yeah. Jen, get- okay, the next one, Jen Shaw. <laughs> oh God, Jen Shaw. So see, to me, Jen Shaw. she is kind of an everything bagel because she is all over the place. She is trying to, Mm -hmm. um, you know, find sympathy. She's trying to have, have causes. She's trying to raise money for stuff, but she also stealing from old people. (laughs) And I know that feels more chaotic, but like, it's just like, she's, she's trying to do everything. That is so true. Okay. Caroline Stonberry. Oh, I think Caroline Stanberry is a whole wheat bagel. Just, you yeah, know, know, just right. can't even give her like real true carbs. Just whole wheat. Yep. That was, I was actually excited about that one. I'm like, I wonder what she's going to say. Um, Sonia Richardson Ross. Oh, you know, I'm going to go with a plain bagel. Oh, great choice. I like that meme, the lady. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I need to hear what? No. Okay, um, last but not least, we have Erica Jane. Erica Jane is a good old egg bagel. You know, I love egg bagels and, uh, but sometimes they're not good for you. And you know what? Sometimes you just want to put a, a nice bacon, <laughs> egg, and cheese on it. Um, but she's a good old egg bagel. I I don't want to love her, but I do. Listen, y'all. So there you have it. I actually <laughs> saved Eric because I thought that was going to be the most complicated one. I'm like, yeah. And he's like, wait. <laughs> <laughs> just wait till I get to the last one, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you so much for playing my game, Kiki. It was we, fun. We appreciate we, it. We you know tailor this game to you because this is your yes. brand. I and love it. Like advertise your brand and like what you're most excited. Like if I was going to the Kiki shop to get a bagel themed outfit, you know, or accessory. Yeah. What do you think that we should get? I mean, right now we only, we just, we, we just launched only two, which is a crew neck and a full zip hoodie. Cause it's going into fall. We figured people wanted to be cozy. Um, we are coming out with more. We're I, obviously joggers are going to be part of this line. We're no, so out some no. some coasters and some fun bagel. We have some bagel stickers that we're going to be coming out definitely by the time this is on. Um, and yeah, they're just, it's just going to be fun. And obviously uh, follow me on the talk of shame on IG and subscribe to my podcast, Kiki, with the talk of shame. Listen, oh my God. y'all go ahead and do that and support our girl yeah. Kiki. Um, please, Black Excellence, let's go. Like, literally, serious. subscribe, buy, 
tell your friends, eat it up, spit it out, literally do everything you can to support the people that we have on our pod, the people that support us, and the people that literally keep us the most entertained. Kiki puts hours in mm-hmm. to put the content up that you are seeing, that you are, uh, you know, solving and talking about with your friends. She got it. Okay, like Miss Quad. So she got it. She got it. <laughs> she got it. She got it. So thank you so much. Um, yes. And everyone listening here, please, you know, check us out. If you know, when you shared this and you found us newly, uh, you know, subscribe to everything that we're doing. And also thank you, twenty five thousand of you, for following us and keeping up with our bullshit. Yes. We love you so much. We have so much coming this week. Uh, maybe we'll make this the premiere episode. We should because we have a week worth of content that we're going to make forms. So maybe this should be the premiere episode because this is just has such good vibes and yes. the other episodes and the other special guests and things like that. So thank you all for listening. Subscribe to our Patreon, patreon.com slash Bravo Wild Black. Mm-hmm. us five stars. And if you got anything less than five stars to say, just DM us and cuss us out about it. Okay. <laughs> That's <laughs> the rules. We love y'all so much. This is the rules. We love you and we'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.